I hear they're making a new sea-based uh, Zelda, kind of like Wind Waker, but instead yeah. of getting a raft, this time you get a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Bombarded. Let's recap last episode real quick. So we started off with the Bards experimenting a little bit with Randy's back. Didn't find out much from it, but there's still a lot of time ahead of us, so we'll see what happens there. Still don't know if it's freaking Eddie. Yeah, not, not sure yet. You know, maybe you just have like worms or something. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some fancy worms. Well, but yeah. you do walk around barefoot so and you, you can get hook worms. Boy. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Maybe, we, I don't know, maybe we need to give you like little treats wrapped in slices of lunch meat. <laughs> you just gotta watch for him rubbing his butt on the carpet. <laughs> so, but after that, you decided to get some sleep, and during which you each had your own interesting little dreams. Then you woke up in the morning, and you got a little bit of breakfast from Dewey. Didn't have to sing for it. Didn't have to sing for it, Thanks. no. Maybe someday again. But during that, you know, there was a town crier that came by, alerted everyone to a town meeting. Pretty much everyone went to that except for you three who decided to eat your breakfast, which caused you to come in halfway through a speech given by Tony Dantel, no who was the man leaving the yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Most important meal. Seriously, it's, you, gotta, you gotta start off. That's right. I don't blame you. Tony gives a speech and, you know, tells him about how the town has lost its oasis and that pretty much everyone's gonna have to move and man, this really sucks. But after that, everyone dispersed and you three noticed Symbol, who was hanging out in his Louis Hewis outfit. He waved you over to the group and you met the people that are gonna be part of this expedition so after getting a little acquainted with everyone, you actually found out that you needed to go and actually find Aaron Copeland. And from talking to a couple of the other townsfolk, specifically Boom Queen and Wimpy, you found out that Aaron Copeland is Big Shot. So you hunted down Big Shot. You wound up going back to her place. She was going to make you some drinks. And in that moment, you found out a little bit more about her, her backstory, why she is the way she is. And you were able to coerce her through your song to actually want to help the town and join this expedition. Well, hopefully we did more than coerce. Hopefully she really feels Yeah, no, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, coerce was the wrong word. So you were able to convince her that her abilities were a benefit to the town's future. Perfect. There we go. So after that, she let you know, like, hey, I actually looked into this last night and found possibly the reason for this could be relevant to the meteor coming in. So pretty much you guys agreed to help her out. And then she was like, well, before we go, we're going to help one more person in the town. So we're going to pick up there. You're pretty much heading out from Aaron's house to go do this. Sweet. Let's boogie. All right, so y'all leave Aaron's house, and you're making your way through the streets of Basim. Along the way, people are giving you kind of really, like, different looks. Some of them are surprised. Some of them are a little confused. Definitely some mean side eye coming your way. But you eventually reach a line of smaller houses, and walking down the road, you see a young woman walking in your direction. And uh, it's the woman that had crutches from the tavern last oh. night. Aaron looks at you three, and she says, oh, give, me, give me just one second. So she takes a short aside with this girl and uh, returns to you three shaking her head. And she's like, all right, let's get going. It's a terrible thing that happened to that girl. What What happened to her? That's uh, that's actually Tony's daughter. Um, the one they're looking for? No, 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 no. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wish it would be so easy. Uh, no, uh, that Jenny is the one that's missing. That's Mary. Oh. Mary used to be the best dancer in our town. She was really going to go some places, but... Uh, I don't, I don't think that's uh, really an option since the night the meteor landed. It's kind of... Can, can we see, like, 
how bad off her leg is. Like, is she missing her leg? Is yeah, it just... it's, she's missing a oh, leg, and she's walking on okay. crutches. It still looks like freshly bandaged, but, you know, it's... Did it land on her? Well, she was she was out there with some other children, which we're actually going to see the Pell brothers right now. So I've, I've only heard that they were just out there together. You know, some of the kids like to sneak out to the glow fields at night and, you know, get in a little bit of trouble. You know how it is when you're younger. It's been a while for me, but... I make a mental note. <laughs> to remind you guys later. <laughs> hey, go wait, bother wait. more children. No, no, because no, I want to have fun. Man, I hate you guys. Screw <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I'm gun him. Because I want to go and have fun at the glow fields. I'm done performing for kids. That's it. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's upsetting to hear, Razzle, because that's kind of what we're going oh, to do. No, I'm, no, I'm hoping God. these. Uh, well, the Pell brothers, they've been having some trouble sleeping since that night. And you know, wait, like, are they having bad dreams? I don't know. Oh, I just know they're not they're not sleeping well. So we're actually headed that way. So let's go ahead and you know, he's just a couple of doors down, maybe three doors down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but she's like, yeah, you know, we'll we'll find out more. Let's just follow me. Let's see if we can't get him helped out. So she walks up to the door of one of these houses and opens it up, and you're standing to the side, and she's run into somebody, and she has to sidestep them a little bit, and out walks a very tired-looking Finger Bones. Finger Bones! Hi, Finger Bones! Hey. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's, it's been a long night. How, Were how, you up all night practicing, like we said? Well, and you know, I, I went home, and I, I was showing my mom everything that you, you three taught me and everything, and she thought maybe I could do a service to some of the kids, said maybe I could help them with their sleeping problems, so she sent me over here last night after, you know, me singing your praises. Do you know any lullabies? Well, and he kind of holds up his fingers, and he's holding up his lute, and you can see that there's a string broken on it. And Razzle, you recognize his fingers are bruised and bloodied from too much playing. Uh-oh. The bones are sticking out? Yeah. Uh-oh. And thus the namesake. Yeah. Kind of holds up his hands. He's like, I, I tried everything that I, I could, and I just nothing seemed to really help or land. But, I mean, you three might actually be able to do something. I'm just... There really aren't bones sticking out of his fingers, right? It, it's just no, no, it's not just, actually, just, no. Okay. There no, could be no, uh, no, no. He didn't not literally <laughs> play his fingers to the bone. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you know, it's this fantasy world. It oh could... yeah, you know, if I mean, if you're undead, it'd be easy at right. a certain point. Yeah. So yeah, but he just says, "Well, I, I really think you could." I'm, I'm going to go get some sleep. I, all right, you know, I, I, yeah. I would love to jam with you three, but I, again, but my finger bones, they. They're done. Right, yeah. Well, uh, hey, you know what? That's okay. Good on you practicing, though. That's key to getting better at your craft, okay? He tiredly smiles at you, and he's just like, appreciate that, Razzle. Yeah, but go get some sleep, for real. You look terrible. Thanks. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, best of luck to you. Uh, All right. Where, where are the these screaming. kids? Where are the, what? And he walks off. <laughs> oh, no. um, Bye, finger bones. Oh, God. Erin, like, sticks her head out of the door. She's like, hey, come on in here. Uh, Let's go. Okay. All right. All right. So you walk in and you see a tired man slouched over a desk. He appears to be asleep, and uh, Aaron goes to like put her hand on his shoulder. And right before she does, you hear the screams of two people come from the door to your left. And the man bolts up from his chair and runs into the room yelling, I'm here, boys. I'm here. What do you do? Okay. We need a young priest and an old priest. (laughs) 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 That's what I say to you. Well, I could just sneak on over there and yeah. peek my head in there real quick. Don't yeah, wanna, if you want to do that. Don't want to bother them, so. Did Aaron go in there to see what's going on, or she No, Aaron is standing there looking kind of confused and just... Okay, well, I'm going to just head on over there real quick, just okay. so we don't... give me that stealth. 
That is a 19 plus 9. Okay, <laughs> sneak on over there. And You're like bamf in there like night crawlers. Yeah, so. pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I'm like crawling on the, the uh, ceiling and such. And- <laughs> Let's keep with that exorcist theme. You're the ceiling and your head crades all the way around. That's Eddie really working it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, you enter the room and you stick your head in there and you see twin teens lying on like a shared bed and their father is just comforting them. Like, I'm, I'm here. I'm here, you know. And he kind of looks up and he looks around and then looks back down. Okay. Well, I crawl back down the wall to you guys and uh, I think we can probably head in there if we... Uh, are ginger about it, and we kind of... No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. You uh, ginger boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's yes. uh, sure. ease our way in there. Aaron, you want to come with? slow. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll follow behind y'all and right. see what you do. Awesome. You follow in, and you see what I just explained to Randy, and the father looks up, and he finally sees somebody standing there, and he says, where where did Fibblewicks go? Look, Doc, he needs some rest. He said he was up all night trying to fix whatever it is is going in here. Wasn't getting nowhere, so... He's Where? worked himself to the finger to, bones. To the finger bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he kind of just like rubs his head, and then Aaron chimes in, and she says, "Duke, the, these are bards from Strumlots, and I think they can probably play a song or do something to help with your boys sleeping, right?" And she nudges Randy, right? Oh, y'all can help, yeah, right? Yeah, we would be happy to. After you say that, you hear one of the boys. It's not, it's not the sleeping. It's it's the nightmares. And the dad says, "Who? Just calm down." Just rest. It'll be fine. Who? What? I mean, it, that's his middle name. His first name's Mott, but, you know, he likes to go by who. They're the Pell brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I say, hey, who? Um, you having nightmares? Well, both me and my brother, Trip are both having nightmares and kind of all started the night that meteor came down. Yeah? Uh, well, where were you when the meteor hit? What were you doing? You... We're out in the glow field where we were. Kay. We were out there with, with the Dantel sisters kind of snuck out, took some sand to tease, and made our way over there, you know, fun little nighttime thing. But we saw the meteor coming in, and we didn't think anything of it. But, you you know, didn't think anything of a giant flaming ball crashing well, to Earth? At first, it wasn't heading towards us. And then it uh, like it's like somebody whacked it, and it just curved and headed right in our direction. Hmm. And we, you know, didn't have time to react. And Jenny's been gone. Mary lost her leg, and fortunate me and my brother are alive, but these nightmares have been going on every night, and I, you're here for the nightmares. I'm sorry. Well, I gotta tell you, I actually had quite a nightmare myself the other night. Did you guys? I mean, I just figured it was just a scary, goofy dream, but... Did you see the crazy meatballs? <gasps> oh. What? No. Did you see Jenny? Jenny? Uh... Yeah, the, the, the missing Dantel girl. Crazy meatballs. Let's circle back to that. What are crazy meatballs? Oh, well... Every time the way it starts off is Jenny is standing there. We're out in that glow field still. And Jenny's standing there, and she's just saying, hey, come on, come on. We follow her, and all of a sudden, you know, she turns and starts walking, and then she, like, falls apart. Like, her body turns into a bunch of little, like, pink mounds of ground meat and falls off. Is this where the meatballs come in? Yeah, these are, like, the meatballs. The meatballs come in here, and they fall apart, and then they start coming at us. Next thing you know, they, they overcome us, and they start dragging us towards the edge of this cliff that isn't out there. We get over to the cliff, and we're just hanging on, and the only thing underneath us is this giant circular maw, which, if you need a vision, imagine the Sarlacc pit. Right, um, okay. But there's just this giant circular maw, and starts screaming, and we typically wake up right before we fall in. Uh, yeah, my I didn't see any meatballs, didn't see Jenny, I don't think. Mine was like a... 
I mean, I was back in Mountain and I saw an old dwarf I know, and it's kind of spooky, and it woke me up, and I felt really sad. But okay, well now this. I mean, I turned to Yashi and Randy. I said we kind of talked about it, but you guys had some bad dreams too, right? Yeah, mine was yeah. pretty weird. Absolutely. Nothing like that but though. No, no meatballs. I wish. You got I had your stress away. Though. <laughs> did you see each other in your dreams? I mean, did you? Because me and my know. brother, we're sharing a dream right now. Uh, I mean, and nope. I'm not being metaphorical in like you know hope or anything. <laughs> like we're literally sharing this nightmare. Are we in it? Wait, are we? Is he? Are we in his dream? Wait, hang on. Are you dreaming right now? And I smack oh. you. Oh, God. <laughs> are you dreaming? Oh, thank you. Get it together yeah. down there, bud. Okay. I mean, I didn't see you guys in my dream. No, no same. I was same. with family. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it seems a little more personal. Have you guys been down to the glow field since the meteor day? Yeah, what do you guys do there? Like, what is this glow field? It's this field of stones, and during the day, they're just almost like onyx. I, I think okay. that's the right rock. I don't know. Right. Yeah. You might know better than me. But yeah, no, I mean, we we just go out to the glow fields because it's kind of cool. I mean, at night, those black rocks just turn into this like nice blue emanating light. Oh, uh, cool. I make another mental note. Well, I and mean, I assure just... you, the mental notes are stacking. <laughs> 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 well, I turn to the dad and I say, what can we do to help? <laughs> what was Fingerboats trying to do it here? Well, I mean... It wasn't like a psychiatrist or anything. He said he was playing, so... Nah, Fingerbones was trying to play some, you know, lullabies that we have from around here. It's not the getting to sleep problem. It's the nightmare itself, so I, I mean, I don't... We need to reach the subconscious. Can we do that? Can we write a song to get into their yeah. mindscape? You can certainly try. Oh. You look over your passive perception, and you notice the top is spinning in the corner. Okay. <laughs> 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 Uh, I want to take out ooh something real quick and see if it's glowing. That's cool. You pull it out, you put your hands on it. What are you thinking about? What am I thinking about? Yeah, as you grab your instrument. I mean, like, what's what's going through your mind as you're grabbing your instrument? You know, I wonder what the heck Fingerbones tried so I don't try the same thing because I want to help this kid, these kids out. Okay. Yeah. So you're thinking that as you grab your instrument. There's, like, a slight glow. I mean, it's not nearly as bright as it's been, but, you know, there's, like, a small reaction. Do I notice that I have to think something to get it to glow? No, more? it's just, I mean, you as a player know your mind's in a certain place, right, but, but it's not. For to razzle, it's just like, oh, it's a little bit glowy. Yeah, you okay. may not be putting the connection together yet. Gotcha. I guess I turn to you guys and say, well, hey, check it out. There's a little tiny bit of glow on the horizon here. Uh, you guys, you guys got the same? I'm going to check uh, out my mallets. They yeah, look, uh... check out the organ. Okay. What are you two thinking when you grab your instruments? I'm thinking we need to knock these kids out so we can get inside their minds. Oh, jeez, you guys are so ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so as you're thinking that as you grab your instrument and your instrument is like glowing a little bit brighter than Razzle's is. Uh Ha-ha. I'm thinking the same thing, but I think I want to go in more than Randy does. Damn it. (laughs) Starts to glow a little bit more. Yashi, what are you thinking? I'm I'm still kind of on the meatballs thing. (laughs) Um, They explode (laughs) with light. Yeah, light just fills the room. It's kind of like, okay, so... Why haven't I had meatballs in my dreams? And, <laughs> like, and I want to go to I don't, there. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to imagine how really these. Glowing. But I am thinking about the kids' dreams too, and and okay. like the scene that they put the meatballs in. That's kind of what I'm replaying oh, in my mind. Okay, you know, you start off with, like thinking about meatballs, mm-hmm. and as your mind wanders towards the kids in their dream, it starts to like flitter a little bit. The light kind of flickers on just a little bit. Oh. Mine's kind of there. <laughs> Turn them off and on again. I don't know how this works. Tap it on the ground a couple times. Like, what's wrong with these things? It's like a bark, bark. Cuts out a little bit, yeah. you know, halfway there. But yeah, Randy, your your instrument's definitely glowing the brightest. All right. Well, winner. <laughs> winner, yes. Chicken like, dinner. well, uh, 
I don't know what they're trying to tell us, but uh, we're here to do something, so we might as well do it if we've got the means. So I turn to the twins, and uh, because I want to ensure this works, I'm going to cast sleep as a second level spell. Should we, like, ask the dad's permission first? Nope. It's Randy. I'm going for it. (laughs) All right. So I turn to the twins. uh, And I say, (laughs) wait. Nope. Uh, So, yeah, it's a second level spell. So instead of um, sing... uh, Real quick, before you get into that, you hear a little voice in the back of your head that says, hey, hey there, Randy. So, uh, you know, I know you're going to put these kids to sleep, but if they're having having weird visions and seeing weird things, maybe we could just make them blind. Well, yeah? Well, you're helpful as always. Uh, no. Wink. No? Wink. I should say not. Come on, just a little bit. You use a little bit more magics in that. And let's, let's see if we can make them blind. Go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. God. All right, that's a three plus nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, so instead of casting what you were going to cast, you will be casting blindness <laughs> on one of them. Oh boy. Will blind who? He seems to be talkative. He's the one who described everything, so he's probably, you know, seen it in vivid detail in the phantasmagorical scape of his mind. And I guess at this point, I just don't have anything to say, so I just, uh, Randy lifts up his shirt. <laughs> and. <laughs> You're super blind! Alright, so you see Randy lift up his shirt and Eddie Izzard wizard magical stuff comes out and the kid who just says, What what did you do? I can't see anything! Like Randy! You- rude! And Honestly. What what are you? Uh, it's 16 plus 9 for stealth. <laughs> okay, so you kind of cast the spell and then you realize for a second what you've done. Yeah, Jump under the bed. There, <laughs> yeah. Yep, you slide under the bed, and it's one of those things where, yes, you rolled stealthily. You're definitely not in anyone's vision, but everyone knows where you are. <laughs> so Aaron and the father, like, kind of lift up the bed skirt, and they're just like, what are you doing? What was that? I am keeping the visions out. They can't see the bad meat. Okay. Um, I'm passing the baton. Razzle, let's help. I don't know sleep. What are you doing? <laughs> Look. I mean, if you were trying to put him to sleep, I mean, that would work well, but what happened? Well, maybe I'll give it a second go. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to play from under here if that's okay. Yeah, you hear in the back of your mind, you just hear, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was good. God. So I'm going to give this another go. This is why we can't have nice things. Yes. Like responsible <laughs> halflings. <laughs> so yes, I am going to do this as a second level spell. So I have a very good chance of putting them both to sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll sing you to sleep, these twins go to sleep, you're tired and you want to go to bed. All right, go ahead and roll the hit dice for that. I'm going to need everyone's help because now it's going to be 78, I think, overall. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. If this doesn't put them to sleep, oh, boy. All ones. Yeah, we can use the chord dice. Yeah, so uh, we're going to use the chord dice. They have numbers on them in case you need to use them as eight-sided dice. So if, you know, versatile. If the, if, the, if the songs start to just suck after this roll, it's because we painted them. Used up the magic. One, eight, two, five, six, five, five. Asleep. Asleep. <laughs> yes. Don't even need to add. <laughs> nope. They're just zonked out. And I think that spell lasts about a minute, right? Um, but in the dreamscape, it'll be uh-huh. like two hours. Yeah, no, I mean, dreams can last forever. Wait, that sounds really dark and menacing. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Minus the blindness, I've done my part. 
It's on to you guys. Oh, jeez. The, the father's like, at least he's asleep now. and <laughs> He won't be blind in like, oh, a minute or so. It'll I be fine. I think you can just cancel the spell effects right. whenever you feel like it. So if When he wakes up, he shouldn't be blind. It should be fine. He will not be blind. You know that <laughs> magically inside of you. Yes, deep inside of me. Oh, jeez. The and then I laugh from. right back at Eddie. Ali <laughs> 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 and I are going to go get a sandwich while you two just battle Eddie, Eddie Randy Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we've got so, some gloves going. And uh, Aaron looks at you three and he's like, all right, all right so y- y- y'all got him asleep. So uh, we should probably what act. What are you going to do now? This spell doesn't last super long. I don't know how to do this, guys. I pull up the bed skirt and I say, you're the one with the instrument that's glowing the most. Then let's get in but there. Then, So do we both crawl under the bed? I'm going to crawl under there. I'll, just, you... I'll stick my head just right under. <laughs> okay. So you three are pretty much under the bed. Yashi, just your head is under the bed. And you hear Duke and Aaron say, what are you doing? Do, do, this is how it's done. We're let, getting ready. Let the professionals work, please. All right. Uh, we'll leave you to it. You hear them walk out of the room. Awesome. Hey, so uh, that song you sung was really great, but was that Eddie again? For what? For you casting blindness, or for, did you? Um, yeah, you wouldn't want to like blind some kids. I mean, not usually, but yeah, for these people, no. So yes, that was Eddie. <sighs> Look, I tried. Uh, I I tried to okay. fight back. When this is over, we should really talk about that again. Yeah, but time is of the time, essence. I know, I know. All right, let's okay. do this. So Kyle, like, what's going on here in terms of what we're trying to achieve? Like, are we trying to write a song to get into... Like, are we writing an Inception song? Like, instead of hooking us up to the Inception You can write machine? an Inception song if you want to. Oh, boy. He's All not right. going to give you the answers. Yeah, dude, you've okay, got a few... Okay, okay. This is okay. your adventure. Kyle's not a game shark. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm not a game... I'm not a game gin. Yeah. Game genie. All right, fine. Well, here we go. Let's right. do some, uh, some dream investigation. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah roll, roll for dream investigation right. with chord dice. Here we go. Gotcha. Here, we, here go. we go. Oh, wait, don't look real quick. Major uh, or minor. Uh, oh, right. Good uh, call, Kyle. Okay, so we're trying to help. I mean, I'd say major if I was going to choose. We're trying to help. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to. It's already the nightmares. a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're already blinded Let's make one, it br- so. Uh, He's going to wake up fine. On, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so major? Major. Sweet. Okay. okay. What chords we got? Okay, so um, I got an E minor. Uh, G. I can't see over the thing. I got, I got C. A, I got a B diminished. Okay, I, so C, B diminished, E minor, and G. And then, all right. All right, the drum roll. Here we go. Oh, man. Okay, heads, all right. Okay. So, 93. Okay, hip-hop two. Yes. <laughs> all right. Some dream hip-hop hop. Two. And the drum set is 30, so that will be a hip-hop four. Oh, oh wow. Oh, good. It's inception wrap-up, wrap, wrap, wrap-up. Yeah. Wrap all right, well, uh, get to writing. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just wanted to say thank you for hanging out with us and tuning in. If you want to catch up with us between episodes, follow us on social media at BombardedCast. And if you share our adventure, be sure to use the hashtag BardCast. If you want to say hi, have questions, or you just want to send us pictures of your cat, which we welcome very much, you can email us at BombardedCast at gmail.com. And I'm going to take a second to just say... Have we been blown away by all the fan art that we've seen coming out? Uh, We are just in love with every last one of these, and we're working on the website and want to include all this wonderful art that you've done. So if you have art and you share it, be sure to tag us in it so that we can include that in our Museum de Bombardade. Anyway, 
March 27th is, well, that's in my future, but it's in your past, which means you can download Chaos Sauce Volume 1 over at our Bombarded Bandcamp, which is bombarded.bandcamp.com. And later this month, we're actually going to be releasing the OST. So that's at the end of April. You'll be able to download that. We don't have a specific date yet, but we'll get at you with it. If you want to check out the band behind Chaos Sauce, head over to lindbymusic.com or lindby.bandcamp.com. And of course, Lindby is spelled L-I-N-D-B-Y. All right, so we have a sponsor this week from Adventures and Artists. Join Adventures and Artists over five weeks as they explore the realm of live improvised music combined with live Dungeons and Dragons and as they raise money for the National Autistic Society and the Westgate Hall Trust in Canterbury, United Kingdom. If you are in the UK, they invite you to come and watch live. If not, then you can just catch it online. Just search Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for at ANA Concert for more information on how to donate, watch, and book tickets. The concert's going to run every Sunday from the 15th of April to the 13th of May. You can read more about adventurers and artists, the team, and the award-winning composer behind this project at jasonhodgsoncomposer.co.uk. Again, that's jasonhodgson, H-O-D-G-S-O-N, composer.co.uk. I have to say, this is very exciting to hear because, of course, us at Bombarded love music, love D&D, and this sounds right up our alley. So if you have the opportunity to check this out, highly recommending it. All right, one last thing. We're going to be at Fan Expo Dallas on April 7th. So if you happen to be there and you see us walking around wearing our green Bombarded shirts, Goodrich, Spurrier, and myself will be there. You can come up and say hi. We'd love to see you. Allie would be there, but she's going to be at a music workshop. So that's pretty much all I got for this time. So let's head back to the show. So Randy slides his organ out from under the bed, and you can only see his hands, and he (laughs) begins to play. start playing and the magical essence of your instrument starts to flow out of them. Razzle, you're still under the bed. Randy, you're still under the bed. Yashi, minus his hands. You're, yeah, it minus your hands. Yashi, you're kind of not really... I'm mostly not under the bed. Mostly not under the bed. That's I, right. The way that I have this pictured is that our three heads are like all touching and we're just like, dream boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, so that it can flow upwards into the bed. Into their minds. And right. it, that it does. It flows upwards into their mind beds and uh, you start to hear a voice and it says, come on, come on, who? Come on, Trip. 
follow me. Your music's resonating with the twins, and they're like, I don't, I don't know if we should. Are we there too? Like, what, what's our deal? You're not seeing anything. You're just hearing this in your oh, head. Okay, okay, gotcha. And then you hear the voice say, "Who's here with you? And how are, how are they here?" And all of a sudden, you just hear static, and everything cuts. You finish your song and everything, but you're not hearing any more than that. What are you going to do after that? Uh, let's check on the boys. Okay. Yeah. Let's check on bed. those dream boys. Yeah. You crawl out from under the bed, and you see the boys sleeping on the bed just They're fine. Still sleeping? Still sleeping. Do they look peaceful? They're not yeah. screaming. That's They're not a, yeah, screaming, no. True. They're sleeping, and they, uh, they looked really, really peaceful. All right, well, we should not wake them up because yeah. this yeah, is... Yeah, let's just let them be. This is that good sleep that they need. Yes, agreed. Okay. You hear the door creak a little bit, and you see the dad and Aaron stumble in. And I say, shh. And they're just like, do it. They're on tiptoes like, oh, yeah, shh. <laughs> and he, like, gestures, come on out. Oh, yeah, we got to crawl out tip-toe. a bit. <laughs> All right, so you walk out. Randy, you slowly close that door and just... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The dad's just standing there, and he was like, did it go well? So, good news, bad news time. Yes. Bad news, there's probably some sort of entity that's entering your children's dreamscape and causing them to freak out and turn people into meat. He looks really concerned. Good news, uh, we wrote a pretty cool song, and it, uh, I think it's one that we can probably work in our rotation. might have scared them away. And yeah, they're, also, they're sleeping yeah. and they're not screaming. That's, that's exactly what I need. Maybe now I can get some sleep. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but... Trying to sleep with other people screaming around is not very restful. Yeah, well, trying to do magic and stuff when you've got a crazy little wizard living inside someone that just blinds people on uh, impulses. Uh. I wouldn't. I definitely don't know anything <laughs> about that. It's a and metaphor. Aaron, Aaron gives you a very, like, turns her head, just like, what? A metaphor. It's yes. a metaphor. It's, a, it's yes. a dwarven metaphor. It's true. It means, I got you. Okay, well. And he turns to Aaron and he's like, Aaron, thank you for bringing these bards here. Uh, what? I didn't catch your names. Well, I'm Yashi. And I'm Randy. And I'm Razzle. Excellent. Well, pleasure to meet you. Uh, if you need a place to stay in Basim, if you're going to be here for a little while, you've done me and my family a service. Uh, I'd be more than happy to have you. Um, cool. And I do what we always do. Hand them our card. We're chaos sauce. Blah, blah, blah. Give me the card. Custom lullabies for your kids. I mean, anything you need, really. Just hit us up. Goes over, puts it in his Rolodex. Good. And uh, yeah. Aaron's just like, all right, let's go ahead and head on out. All right. Yeah. So you step outside, and Aaron turns to you three. She's just like... I knew I had a good feeling about you. You were very encouraging with me. And I'm just, I'm more than elated to see that you could actually help out the Pell twins because they've been having a rough go of it since that meteor landed. Which, yeah. speaking of which, uh, is the rest of the expedition waiting for us? Are we meeting them? Yeah, we're meeting them at the Oasis. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> we should probably get going, I guess. Yes. Tally her. So you begin to make your way back to the Oasis with Aaron in tow and everything. And you see the rest of the group waiting there. And as you walk up with Aaron, you see Boom Queen just taking a drink out of a cup and just spews it all over Wimpy upon seeing <laughs> Aaron walking with you three. And John has a very pleasantly surprised look upon his face. But, you know, without skipping a beat, as soon as you walk up, he says, All right, let's get out to the Sanditees and uh, head on out to the site. Uh, question. What are Sanditees? I've heard that a few times. I'm not 100% sure what they are. You'll see them in a second. It, they'll be mounts for us. They'll help us get across the sand a little bit easier. They look like they're not dexterous, but they work well in sand. Okay. I put my hand down. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. There are no bad questions? <laughs> right. All right, let's go. 
All right, so you head further south and eventually reach the edge of town, and there's a ranch. It has a fence set up, and there are 12 posts set up, and you can see that 10 out of the 12 posts have these really big-looking sand cow-looking things. They kind of look like a what we would think is a manatee, but on sand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sandity. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Anybody right. plays Zelda? <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, yep. Yep. All right. So you know what's going on with the sanity now. Anyway, people are putting their bags on and loading up all the (laughs) cargo. You know, the saddle bags and whatnot for their sanities. John lets you know. He's just like, go ahead and pack up everything. Hop on and we'll head out. Should be a few hours, uh, you know, barring any adverse weather. Yeah, Yasha, you might need to help. Brandy and I up onto our sanities. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have like a little stool or something for... Can you just help us out, please? (laughs) Here you go, guys. Are we all... Does everyone, like, have their own? Oh, should we just ride with Yashi? Yeah, everyone has their own. There, There is one for everyone. If you want it, you can do whatever you want, though. Well, are there, like, smaller ones? How easy are these animals to control? Maybe you and Randy can ride together on one. Oh, yeah, you want to ride on one with me? Yeah, so I'll pick you up and just stick you on one and say, you know, you guys can probably... Is there, like, a dromedary sanity so that (laughs) it's two humps on it? Yeah. There's that bacterian. I can't remember. I'm going to stand on the front and be the masthead. (laughs) Be ready to go. Pointing into the wind. Yes. Okay. Before you do that, though, Randy, as you're getting set up, you hear a little voice in your head again. Uh, Not again. A two in one session. And it's just saying, hey, Randy, you should just uh, loosen Connor's uh, saddlebags and go over there and just give him a little loosen. You know, it'd be funny because they could fall off and you lose stuff. So convenient. So, um, what do you think? There's no harm in anybody. Well, what's in him? I don't know, but he well, won't what? have it. It would be pretty funny, right? Oh. Come on, Randy. No. No. Randy. No, no, no. Go ahead no. and give me that wisdom no, saving God. throw. <laughs> I don't add anything. I don't even have to look. It's always on these rolls. It's a two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's totally legit. These well, are d- always my right. worst rolls. Well, just all take hard. It's do... not really Eddie. It's Kyle that makes you roll. That's true. true. <laughs> and all I need you to do is give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. That's all I'll get a 20 on. <laughs> I know what you're good at. Yeah, it's a seven plus nine. <laughs> okay, so you start sneaking over there to do Eddie's little deed, and uh, Connor notices you and says, Hey, what are you doing over there, little guy? Uh, checking your supplies, making sure we're all stocked and ready to go. Roll me a deception check. Okay. Why are you picking on Springer so much? <laughs> that is a 17 plus six. Phew. Okay, and he looks at you and he kind of like squints and eyes you up and down and says, Thanks, I guess. You got everything you need? Snacks? Yeah. Ooh. And he walks over to John. He goes, John, um, do we have snacks ready? And I just mosey away. Okay. Back to my Sandinista. <laughs> <laughs> do we have the deluxe ones? <laughs> <laughs> this is the LX. LX 2000. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Sandity Turbo. Oh, man. <laughs> you can lease one for two thirty nine a month. Oh. All right. So you get all packed up. You get all ready to go. You have to get in a little bit of mischief. But eventually you make your way off into the southern desert. Well, while we're traveling, can I, can I talk to Randy? Is that cool Absolutely. for me to do? Okay. I, I just wanted to ask Randy, like, hey, how's Eddie doing? Has he been causing you more problems? You've been flaring up ever since your little the little crook on your back. Has your Eddie been? I you mean, have some preparation E. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, made that kid blind. So, yeah. Yes. Well, I'm thinking, if it's cool with you, maybe whenever we stop, we talk to Splash about it. Just because we were going to this morning, and then we got all yeah, mixed that's up. Yeah, fine. With, just with probably Aaron. not while we're flopping across the desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just wait. <laughs> Is that how these things move, Kyle? They yeah. flop? <laughs> yeah, they flop really well, though. Mm. All right, all right, right, right. 
Okay. So, all right. So that's what you two are having a little chat. Uh, are you doing anything? Um, yeah, so like while I guess all that's been going on, I've been riding kind of off to the side with my sanity, mm-hmm. and I've been kind of talking to it, trying to get to know it a little bit, just like <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> rubbing its neck a lot, like talking to it about kind of what we've been up to. And Yeah. Have you so, given it a name? Do you want me to talk to it? Well, <laughs> so I was going to um, cast Animal Friendships Aww, to make nice. sure that my sanity, like, knows that I care about her. Aww. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, we can have like a, a nice ride together, and oh yeah, you know, absolutely. We'll, we'll leave like a little closer. <laughs> That's adorable. Have... Yes, I yeah. love it. Okay, so I'll start um, tapping out some beats on my leg while like riding my sanity. <laughs> so okay. you're not beating your sanity yeah. with your mouth. Yeah, no, I didn't want to do that. So I'll, I'll hit myself. You know, I got some strong knees. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Animal friendship is rare. Do you know what I'm saying? Animal friendship is rare. It's rare to me, can't you see? It's rare to me and my sanity. Okay, so you perform your song and your sanity is going along just fine and you start to play and it looks back at you and it just gives you like these big like open eyes like, I love you so much. <laughs> I can't even. Normally there is a role involved with this spell, but you know, these are trained beasts. So, uh, right. It's, well, my it's, song was out of love anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And it felt that love very hardcore. Yeah. It's kind of adjusted its gait to where it's not jostling you around Aww. as much. <laughs> it's making sure its flippers don't fling sand back up on you too much. It's actually starting to take a little bit of a, a swerve as it feels like it's kind of dancing across the sand now because it's so happy. I go, oh, Sandy, because I named it Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I, I do have to ask, actually, what mm-hmm. color is my sanity? Most of most of them are gray. Gray. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be a, a she's going to be a pink lady. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, is she, yes. she's pink from blushing. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah, my little pink lady, Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> did we oh, name our, Did we name our sanity? I mean, we can. No, you're too busy talking to each other. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get this. <laughs> okay. Fine. Do you want to try to name your sanity real quick? No. Right. <laughs> I mean, do you? Randity and Sandity. <laughs> oh, there you go. Randity. Have you just named it that yourself and yeah. didn't tell me? Yeah. Whisper to it. Oh, yeah, because you are in the front. I'm right like, in the front. I head, lean down so. towards you and go, you're Randity now. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like baggy rolls inside back. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just getting sand. It's like sprayed on me from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of sand sprayed on you, after all this has <laughs> no. gone down, you've actually noticed that there is a sandstorm heading in your direction. You see everybody else in the party, they start to, you know, kind of like pull up a scarf and adjust themselves to prepare for it. Yeah. I just pull down my goggles, spray paint my mouth silver and say, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ride eternal. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anybody else? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't think I have anything that I can, like, pull over my... Since I'm not... Because you're kind of driving, right? Because I'm talking to Randity. I mean, I just said what I was doing. Well, I know. So I you're mean, driving. I ripped off feel... all my clothes. Okay, then I'm you're... going to ride then, Eternal. Then into... you're definitely driving. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you took over, pushed him to the side. <laughs> yeah. In that case, I'm just going to tie Joby to my face. Okay. Cover all my okay. uh, holes and openings. I'm just going to, like, crouch onto Sandy, like, really lay on her and put my arms around her neck. Okay. Not, like, too tight. Gotcha. Hurt her. So, yeah, you all prepare yourself and brace yourself as best as some can. It takes a good while to get through this sandstorm, and it's starting to get later in the day. It's definitely slowed your progress, but the sanities are still going through it strong. 
I'm going to say you've taken proper precautions to not suffer any negative effects of this sandstorm. I have, like, ungodly charisma points, so <laughs> that's what protects me. That's right. So you get through the sandstorm just fine. Everything's great, and it's getting closer towards dusk as the day has rolled on. And you can start to see the glowing emitting from the south, and you're probably just one hill away from being where you need to be. And sure enough, you crest that final dune, and you look down, and the desert gives way to just a patch of more rocky surface compared to the sand that you've been traveling over. But you've reached this point in the Stry Desert, and you notice that you can see the glowstones that are littered about. In the center of this area is a much larger boulder that's just beaming bright in comparison to the other ones. But on the far side of this area, you notice there's two people that are, you know, they're the two people that went ahead of you. And you can see that they're standing in the middle of almost a half set up kind of camp. And there is a ridge of dirt that is behind that camp. You can see, and it goes in a good circle. You can see it circle around, but you can't quite see inside of it because of the height of the ridge. So as you begin to make an approach to the small camp that's set up, you can see that it's Layla and Jermaine, and Layla waves, begins to walk toward as Jermaine continues to set things up. She looks at John specifically, and you can all hear her. She's saying it pretty loud. She's like, we seem to have a real problem. Go ahead and ride on over, and let's look at this together. I can explain it. Is she on a sanity? No, she's walking, but you can all ride your sanities over and okay. everything. So, yeah, everybody makes their way up to the ridge and looks over. And, of course, this is the crater where the meteor landed. And Layla immediately says, so I imagine you can see the problem. It's a bunch of meatballs. It's a bunch of meatballs. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> I just, I knew it was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, at the center of this crater is a hole. And it just goes down and down and down into dark. Oh. She turns back. She says, this must have penetrated the crust of, of our planet. And I don't know how far down it is. And I don't think meteors typically do that. Right. And uh, uh-huh. John turns to everyone. And he's just like, all right, we've gotten here. Let's just go ahead and set up and finish setting up camp. Rest. We're going to check this out tomorrow and see what we can do. And I think we might end it there for now. 